on the seventh day, God created the right man and said, go forth with your full head of hair, my son. So church on a Sunday, as Righty will be preaching the good word of football any given Monday. And welcome back to all the listeners, the fans, and to the Christian Freed Show. How are you tonight, big guy? <laughs> Definitely not that, but it's the Christmas special, yeah? Christmas, Christmas special of the Christian Freed Show. This will be as big as the Simpsons fucking Christmas special. <laughs> <won't it? laughs> we'll remember it for copious amounts of years. I use guys uh, Christmas fans. Yeah, I so, like it. Yeah, I just, I just thought a more like the holiday season. Like, uh, I'm not a, like a huge giant fan of Christmas. My family don't do too much. So, more just the fact that you get the holidays and you get to fucking actually not have to work for a couple of weeks. I get three weeks off the end of every year. So, the Christmas period is more. I, I like it more for the holiday than actually for the fucking for the day. You know, and the gift giving. I don't like really like gift giving. But do you like giving the gift? I like. I actually like giving a gift and watching someone unwrap it rather than that actually like taking them. What if they don't yeah. like the thing you gave them? No, because I always pretend they like it until you fuck off. She always likes what I give them. Yeah. <laughs> Low standards. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big Christmas. I'm a big Christmas fan, man. But I've done it. I've done a couple in the states, and I do. I do like the cold Christmas though. The white Christmas. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. I haven't had white Christmas yet. Just um, usually on Saturday nights, it's white Christmas. Yeah, but we have white Christmas over here, and it's forty degrees. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but yeah, it does. It does add. To, it definitely adds to the atmos being cold. Like I've I've been for like freezing, but it just didn't snow. Yeah. yeah. Right. But, oh, we just fucking get pissed every year now. Like yeah. since probably the time I turned eighteen, I was living out of home, so I was just in a, a house with seven blokes, and everyone would like do the morning thing, and by the time it was um. By the time it was time to get back to the house, everyone's done their family thing. Everyone just got pissed. And then pretty much every year since then, it's just I can yeah. crack a heavy at nine in the morning and just drink all day and you'd be dead by eight o'clock. Our, Chris, our Christmas is a lot like um, over in the States. The, it, it resembles more Thanksgiving. Mm. So like Thanksgiving is like they will start like that around that um, mid morning, start having a few beers because yeah. they got they got the footy and stuff to watch, and um, yeah, it, com- compared to on. compared to Christmas over there, it's like it's either like a Christmas Eve thing where you're doing something yeah. big with the family, or it's like that Christmas lunch, but they don't start carry, like having the beers until the yeah. night time. So where we're kind of like that well, that's during not, the day. My missus yeah. was telling me she's like, I can't believe you guys do that. Like just get pissed every because she's. Her family's like from Europe. They're all English and Scottish, and they're like, "Oh, we, it's more of a fucking sit down, have lunch, and then play get board games and shit like and then have dinner, and that's the day. Like spend the day with the family. It's like fuck that. We get trash. Yeah, well, you like tra- that sounds like the worst. <laughs> yeah, Christmas. It sounds like a dog shit Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be going to Melbourne, see my brother, and we'll be getting pissed as fuck. Yeah, and fucking bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you told yeah, her? In a line, just like bunny hopping, one or two, you know, with masks on. <laughs> yeah <laughs> what COVID masks yeah uh, they're about to brush that soon yeah European Christmases be, are a lot more of what it's all originally about as a kid and like Boxing Day I think that was meant to have been where the where the servants traded places with the masters in, mm. in the old days one yeah. of those sort of tradition yeah. like because people would not know and I didn't know that for a fucking long time what the, all those sort of tradition every country having their own tradition and because we like 35 degree heat 
Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a bit different to being in the freezing cold. It'd be like yeah. in the US, being east coast to west coast, what your Christmas be like. I'm sure in LA, it's a bit different to yeah. being in Colorado and shit like that and things like that. But it is a different time. It's a... We all enjoy it. It's just it gets insane, like but, with, uh, with a lot of things. Like you go to shops and there's like car park yeah. rage and fuck. Yeah. But for me, like for me now, when I was a kid, obviously you get your Christmas money. All you want to do is fuck off to the shops on Boxing Day. But for me now, there's so many better things to be doing. Like it's fucking hot. Find a pool, have some beers. There's Test cricket. The Boxing Day test starts on Boxing Day. Mm. You got like seven games of NBA. That's fucking top shelf. Like they put the best games. That's Christmas Day over in America. So it's Boxing Day here. It's funny. It's, there's a day. It's funny how someone said to me, like you know, they play NBA and NFL like on on New Year's Day, mm. Christmas Day, Boxing Day. Someone said to me, oh, that's a bit harsh making them play on a day like that. I've gone. Have you seen what those dudes get paid? Yeah. When they come into <laughs> yeah. the whatever league it is, when they get in the cash, they know the responsibilities of what and you got to do. And blokes like that, like, you can't look at a complete professional for, like, look at someone like LeBron James. He's not going to go out on New Year's Eve and get absolutely fucking trashed anyway. Like, I'm sure Yeah, can you imagine? And the amount of money that NBA, not even just the team or the ground or everything, make just off having LeBron James on TV would be fucking ridiculous. Like, Clippers versus the Lakers. Yeah. On... Um, uh, Boxing Day or New or New Year, New Year's Eve, yeah. the um you know the the ratings fucking bonanza it is and It'll shit like that. Absolutely nuts. Like the NFL have two games on, they have two games on Thanksgiving, so mm. you've got to give people something to watch while they're enjoying time oh, at home with no. their family. Any traditions, boys? So like I've got a, uh, I'll do the I'll every year I will watch Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase because it's oh, the yeah. best one of the best Christmas movies ever. A lot of people watch um, Die Hard. I've watched yeah. it in ages. Yeah. And I'm a massive Elf fan. Elf, yeah. Fuck, Elf is funny. Sweet movie. And then I'll also we usually well Raz is away now, but Raz is living in Mackay. But me and Raz will usually get together on Christmas night and with just Christmas hats on, like straddle naked and get a photo of that. And I think I've said this story before on this. You put this on Facebook. Yeah, where on the Instagram yeah. where my penis was showing. I didn't know it until the next day because Mel was so it, blind. Neither did anybody else, really. Yeah. Did, yeah. Did, look. And, and it was my sister-in-law that messaged me to report oh. and was like, oh, I, oh, get your penis off Instagram or I'm going to have to report it. I didn't see it. There's a little crack in my screen where it must have No, been. it's because it goes, it, like the photo was it was at the bottom of the crop. So like you could it only just looked like another leg and then not the actual head. But no. Nah, it actually looked like my thumb just sticking out from It's bad when your sister in law threatens to report you to the authorities <laughs> for your wang being shown. Yeah, well she just didn't want me to get like a million followers. So. Yeah, that's very nice of her to do that <laughs> uh, and look after you. But yeah, any yeah. traditions, boys? Boy. No, I just go see family wherever. A lot of my fam I don't have much of my actual family left. And this year we're gonna I mean it's Jane's working from home until about two o'clock in the Arvo or something. So Zara's gonna come with me. And then we're just going to go catch up with Jane's son somewhere for dinner. And as I said, you, people forget, if you really want to go out on for dinner on Christmas night, you can go to Chinatown. They all open, mm. all those places. Yeah. yeah. You know. Well, they don't really celebrate Christmas, do a lot of those. Yeah, they're not going to care. Other religions, so. Um, I don't really have a tradition at all. Like, when I was a kid, I used to just watch all the Christmas movies that were on telly. Like, we used to wait up for Home Alone and then Polar Express and... 
all those kids. I've heard of it. Everyone Elf. talks about Polar Express. I reckon it's a good one. Yeah, well, it was the best for us. Like it was fucking sick. And it's, it's like a night before kind of film. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. It, you, you have to, you'd have to watch it. I can't really explain it, but we used to watch that every year, and we used to watch Elf and shit. And when we started getting a bit older, we did the Die Hard as well. Yeah, that was the only thing we ever did, and I sort of just lost that. I sort of just try and make sure I get trashed on Christmas. Yeah, now. Sort of that was Christmas. That was Christmas there. Eve at the Fernie for me. You just go there. I was going to say that to you right there. That was you quality. Get on the piss and you'd be running into all these people, but you'd come with your crew, your mates, you hang with. So I, this would be me. I'd go and I'd speak to someone for ten minutes, and then I'd be having a beer. I go, I'll just come back. I just got to go see the lads I came with. Then I'll oh. see someone else, and it'd be this and that. You'd end yeah, up back at someone's right. house, get home about three, or four in the morning, and you're thinking. How the fuck did I get home yeah. at four o'clock? In <laughs> I remember I was, my balls were drained. I fucked about ten girls every time. I, uh, did you? I must have been drunk a lot because I never noticed any of this. I remember one time we go back to my house at uh, Evident Hills, and I turned around and uh, Big uh, L Holcomb is uh, Cole. Cole. Cole, sorry, naked, just walking he around dropped, my house. He dropped me off on the way home, and in the cab he goes. I'm going to my place. He's yeah. having a party. Little was I to find out years later that was you, Christian yeah. Freed. And he kept like he was just strutting around naked, and he kept going to everyone. Oh, it's good. Look to how like small that. my penis is. Because <laughs> he, he had drug penis. reverse reverse yeah. psychology for the ladies. Yeah, yeah. No, I like keep that. telling them it's yeah. small. They might start thinking it's big. I like that. So he left the pub where there were plenty of women. Yeah. To go back to a party. Where it was a big cock fest. Up, big old where, cock fest. Where there was just dudes sitting there going. Right, and why'd you bring that guy again? Why'd you <laughs> Everyone was loving him because his jaw was about 10 metres in front of oh, his yeah. face. Dude, what's with the naked dude? Oh, yeah. no, yeah. he's part of the furniture. Yeah. And then, but it turned, it, like, it was like he was like, sitting there, he didn't even, that's like after I a while, gave, I was like, oh, he's naked, doesn't he? The, the other week when we were on the drink, I gave Zach Finn that advice. He was going to some party and he had to plus along as wheelos plus one. I said, you got to make an impact yeah. so they remember you. Get There's two off. ways to Get go. You've got to do something late in the party. Do it later on in the party. That way if they kick you out, well, you don't mind going fact, home, yeah. but you've just got to, they didn't really invite you in the first place, so you're, it's got two ways to go. Just get your kid off, big fella, I reckon. That's oh, a, 100%. They're going just jump in the pool. They're either going to go, Zach Finn, you magnificent bastard, or yeah. never, ever invite that bloke to this to a party and here who again. gives a fuck? Yeah, they're going to either tell you to fuck off or suck you off, you know? Yeah. So, um, you're a bit of a dog not going to our boy's birthday party, but um, one <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, this was... No, it's not all right. That's right, all right. Well, a lot of people turned up in the eight or more hours I was on the drink there. This is two weeks ago at the... At yeah, the, the Red Creek. Creek. Yeah. There was a reason I couldn't make it. I went for a run in the Arvo and I had something on it. Thinking about... I did, what are you thinking about? I'm what excuse? What, 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 what kind of excuse you think I'm about? I'm trying right? to remember what I did. But yeah, I did feel bad. But a funny I'm thing, really funny thing happened, Dana. Oh, no, I had the um, Dom's work Christmas party. Oh, okay. oh and, that, it, and that's what he was talking about when he said he was huggling the porcelain. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was fucking... But they happen every year. His birthday, well, it could be his last. Dom's the cheapest yeah, bloke right. on the planet, so I was kind oh, of yeah. considering stealing his money as, as quick as possible. Fuck you, Dom. Brother. We were sitting yeah. there at the table, mate, and me, Laney, um, I was sitting next to Laney, and the guy comes over, righty, I don't think you'll sit down with us then, but the guy comes over and he goes, look, you guys have to exchange tables at the Brecky Creek. He goes, because this table's... Uh, you guys can fit on this and this table we need a table because um, Chris Lynn's coming in so he says this right (laughs) I didn't pick it up and Laney goes excuse me mate did you just say because Chris Lynn's coming in and he goes yeah and he goes what does that mean yeah And, and the guy's like oh well you know he's kind of a big deal and Laney's like 
what a weird thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then, she just said, who the fuck is Chris? And then, and then, yeah. About ten, like, 10 minutes later, I go to him, where the fuck's Lynn? Because he wasn't there yeah. yet. As I got drunker, I said, what time's Chris Gale getting here? Because the party's really going to kick off when Chris Gale gets here. Mm. Yeah, a good Chris, bunch of white girls Chris hanging Lynn around. Did, yeah. Chris Lynn did roll up. Four hours after that guy moved him from the table, after he played club cricket that but, day. Yeah. Yeah. But after what Laney said, what I said, you could, you could tell that guy was like, fuck, I wish I didn't say yeah. because Chris Lynn was coming <laughs> yeah. in. Oh, you, could, yeah. you didn't even have to say anything. You could have just said, hey, boys, yeah. you're moving here. It's for oh, some oh, you mean yeah. that guy that doesn't this, perform very this, well for the big bash? Yeah, guy, sweet. Yeah, you didn't see him the other night. He didn't look like... Any, like Is he going Lynn well again? Was, he killed it the other night and they yeah. lost. They still, they bowled like old moles oh, and yeah. got fucked up. But he was just... He wasn't there with anyone with a big name. He was just yeah. there with all his Turnbull mates on the drink. Yeah. Like, and when he rolled in, you wouldn't have known. Like, or, someone asked me what, which one was Chris Lynn. I said, bald guy, not that yeah. normal sized dude. Short is he shorter stature, than he? Yeah. Not, yeah. He's yeah. like he's strong. Not, he's strong, obviously, the way yeah, he hits the ball. Small. Yeah. But he like, seems he would have like, had to have got like built up power, like shoulders with that pooned. Mm. He seems like a massive mental player, doesn't he? Like when he, oh, he yeah. when he's on, Mate, he's fucking on. The oh, other night, the other night when he hit fucking up net for like 70 something, he was 70 odd. He was just seeing, he's, it was like you're bouncing a basketball to him. And his game him to starts, his game starts at the very start. Like if he can come out and in his first 10 balls, just get a handle yeah. on a couple, he'll fucking dominate. But if he, He's very much confidence if he comes out and yeah. so, and the, whoever he's facing first has the wood on him, maybe gets a few dots on him and just just t- test a lot him of, a bit. He's fucking just. A lot of athletes it. talk about that flow state, like they know they feel when they're in that flow yeah. state. Like you know, like if Curry's just shoot, just yeah. draining threes yeah. and he's feeling it the whole time, and then they at one at another game they won't yeah. be. Well, it's just like when you get in a rhythm, and it's a lot of muscle memory because professional athletes spend a lot of time. Like Curry would have shot fucking millions of threes in his life. Mm. So when he's in that state, he's just a catch and shoot, and it's just rhythm, rhythm, rhythm. Same as Lynn batting, he would have he would have faced that many balls in the nets. It's ridiculous. So once he's in the rhythm, he's good, but he's just got to work your way into the rhythm. Because sometimes Curry can come out and shoot oh from seven from deep. Like it doesn't happen often because he's that good, but like it happens. But it's just once he hits rhythm, he fucking is impossible. To, like, it's incredible. Same as Lynn. Once he gets in rhythm, gone. And that's the thing. You you pay for that to see that when these guys. No, you pay for Lynn to be on. That's yeah, why you're and you pay for exactly. Curry to yeah. be on. That's what they're there for. Because you want them to be on more than not. But mm. you know, if they even have their decent performance can often get you over the line mm. where there's other blokes who are going to have to play their, their best to yeah. play to their decent. Like LeBron will have average games because when you play that many games in a season, average for him is... Good enough to leave his side, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there'll be other blokes like um, Davis and that, like just dominating, like, mm. you know what I mean? Like in that team role where he doesn't have yeah. to carry him. Well, there's like... With the Steph Curry, like Steph Curry's the same. Like he could be the best ever and rule your side, and you're paying him the money to do that. Whereas there's another bloke, like someone like JJ Redick, who's a freak three point shooter, who could do the same thing as Curry, but he's just not as consistent, and he can't make his own shots. Like he's just like a like a poor man's version of Curry. So Curry's the one getting all the money because he he's the one who's going to lead the team. Whereas Redick or Corver or one of those blokes is sort of just more of a role player. You don't want to put too much on him, give him too much money. Because um, you, you can't rely on him. So like yeah. Linny is someone you can rely on most of the time. Because even when he has a an average performance, it's usually 
usually gets you enough and he's good in the field. So, But still, if you make a fucking appointment at the Brecky Creek, get, get there, there on, on time, time fucking dog. and stop making us change tables. <laughs> I was, originally, I was hoping we were just going to stay in the inside bar. Yeah. But then when 50 people walk past us in 10 minutes... You get caught in that awkward like back all, to someone yes, situation. Yeah. You know, at the bar, you don't know what the yeah. fuck to do. You feel bar. like a cock. Yeah, and you had to sort of float around. Yeah. But that that was good of you to turn up. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah, I really mate. liked your, your post today. It really reached out to a lot of people. <sighs> you hit me right in the we had yeah. We had a question off the gate was about the, I don't know who put it up, I read about the Photoshop of the biceps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, who yeah. was that? Was it um, was it Tim Williams or someone? Yeah, oh, it was still, yeah. yeah, Coach of Brighton, um, yeah, yeah, my mate yeah, Timmy. Yeah, Tim yeah Timmy put it up about, about Photoshopping. It wasn't a Photoshop. What I actually did is I got a photo of, Clint Dolan and I cut that section of his arm out and just posted it over my um my bicep there. So that's it's yeah it's well you would call it a Photoshop, but I didn't just enlarge my own Timmy. Well, I just I used Dolan's guns. Let's just say I was at that game and that photo was probably the third time that I actually visually spotted just by contributing to that trophy all day. Like, like just quietly, you know what I mean? Oh, apparently you sprayed some off a fucking... What were you doing? Watching from the sidelines? Yeah, sweet. Just watching that. Yeah, I was actually sitting near your family. And, oh, yeah. and Offerdale, he was a, he was yeah. a barrel of laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> was he hung over that day? Or? Yeah, he looked... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What yeah. game was this? Was this a... GF15, yeah. yeah right. When they won the gun side. Like, Loved it. And, yeah. and Keenan Yaoi edged himself in Mitchie Senior's history by scoring the game winner. Yeah, and All, then also covering that bomb at the end. That, that was, was yeah. fucking crazy. A right, wet day. They just wouldn't go away day, bro. Like, yeah. um, before we before we get on the league, what do you see? I know it's going to be after the fact, but I want to see our predictions about the fight tonight, about Gallon and Hunt. What do you think? You'd be thoughts? surprised. Gallon's tough, but you're fighting a bloke who's in a different league, even though he is older. You'd imagine Hunt will get the money. Will it be a knockout? Maybe, maybe not. The thing is, because they're two big names, it's kind of detracts from old Tim Tazoo fighting, yeah. who's in a who's in a legit and, two blokes fighting and undefeated the, fighters. And the main it, event too is a, yeah. it's a heavyweight title and fight. It's, so. it's and he's like, a superstar now. It's like the way the boxing's gone. They have they they have that setup fight. Like yeah. you know, like yeah. last week we had fucking uh, Jake Paul. Yeah, yeah, Jake yeah. Paul Jake on a legit, Nate yeah, yeah. It, on a legit card, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh no, oh, well, no, no, Mike Tyson card, but Tyson you have card, yeah. that to pull in the younger crowd. Well, but um, and then yeah, then you had. Um, fucking Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Which, when you're not allowed to bet on an event, you, there's a big chance they're going to call yeah. it a draw. That should be yeah. warning signs that it's only going to be. We know Tyson would have won it if it was a legit thing. So I chucked, yeah, I chucked a hundred on Hunt to get it, get him out of there before the finish. Well, it's it. The odds are weird because Gallon's a lot. Well, not a lot younger. Seven years younger, almost eight years younger, and he's. Not far removed from being a professional athlete, so like, what's he retired now? Two years, so he's he'd still be in great shape, and I'm sure Hunt will still be in great shape too. But seven years going on eight years plus a lot of fitness advantage probably to Gallon. If if Hunt can't can't get him get a stop sort of early, yeah. it, then it's when it starts getting great. I it's think, funny because I think Hunt's 46, right? And you've yeah. got a gallon 39. Yeah. But Hunt, you think he's, he's K1, K1 championship in kickboxing. Yeah. Um, he's, he's had as been a champion MMA, um, in UFC, but the, the, he's like, he's, he's beat uh, Crow Cop, 
um, Vandalay Silva, fucking um, Stefan Struve, Chet Congo, Ben Rothwell, uh, yeah, Roy crazy. Nelson, the, the ones that people would know, like Roy Nelson, Antonio Silva, Frank Mir. And I think Frank Mir is a very one that's kind of close because Frank Mir doesn't mind standing up yeah. as well. Yeah. That kind of same body builders. Build yeah. yeah. But, you know, it, I, I think it all depends on whether. Uh, Hunt is taking this serious, mm. I, and it's either going. I believe it's either going to be Hunt knocking him out or Gallon pointing him apart, like Gallon yeah. just like just staying on the outside and trying to yeah. just stay in there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'd, as long as if Gal can survive the first four or five rounds, and then just try and point him out for the back end, it it could go to a it could go to a Gallon decision. I don't think Gallon's going to stop him, so I think it have to, he'd have to get it to a decision to win it, but. It's going to be difficult. Hunt's, yeah, he's, as we said, he's a professional and he's probably the next level for Gal, but it should be interesting. I, I'm sort of, I'll be tipping Hunt. but It was yeah. like Conor McGregor with Mayweather. You're stepping into his domain. Mm. You know what I mean? You have a lot 100%. of strengths in your game, but the thing is Hunt is a professional fighter where Gal's a footballer who's a decent boxer. Yeah, and, and a he's tough done, cunt, but... Yeah, hard uh, yeah. as fuck, yeah. Well, also, and he's yeah. done very, very well in mixing with those blokes, but maybe this is a step up. But yeah, I'd say, I'd say you know, Gallon would be taking this a bit more serious and oh, it would have made his cardio, but still mm. with Hunt being able to, the way that he knows how to grapple and lay on someone and put body weight on yeah. stuff, when they get in a, when they get in a bind, tussle, yeah. he's going to be taking the juice out of him just doing that shit mm. and then just waiting for that. Like the amount of walk off, uh, walk out knockouts he's had, mm. um, just, just, he's a highlight reel, ain't Yeah. Mm. If, yeah. He, if he, if he gets a handle on a few, yeah, I don't know about the ten pound gloves, but still, if he if love, one of those is coming, fuck, you're gonna feel it. I love the hype in the fight, though, when yeah. at the weigh-ins trying oh, to. So yeah. you ne- and you and you never know what's real and what's not with that. Yeah. Oh, it's, Go, just, it's getting. To, it's just getting. We views. need you to put yeah, on yeah, a 100% show. View. It's like something out of a movie. Oh, you know, when there's yeah. a movie like in a Rocky movie or something, you got to have that to spice the whole thing up. Yeah, loves it. It yeah. should be a good fight, but I just watched the before I got here. I watched the first fight that um Telford versus um versus Foley that was one of the best boxing fights I've ever seen it'll probably they were talking on on um, commentary saying it was probably going to be one of the fights it, it was the two of them just stood there and gave it to each other the whole and he honestly could have gone either way fuck it was good if you um if you haven't watched that fight for anyone listening go back and watch it because it was fucking unbelievable really good and Foley got Foley got away with the win took home three belts but fuck it was very good fight how fun is boxing with their belts eh Oh, the gun's got fucking five hundred of them. Mm. Everyone's got three belts, but looks, yeah, looks pretty you know, good. When, when two blokes are fighting and they have a unification, the two belts, and people kind of understand. Okay, how's the, he's well, he's he's a heavyweight champion. This guy's heavyweight champion too. How do they how do they all mingle? How they mingle in, and it kind of that's why I, I, I love the, the average I love fan. The fact between like. If we actually get a if we actually get a fucking a Fury versus Joshua fight, they and mm. even Wilder, they're trying to actually unify a one baddest yeah. motherfucker in the world yeah. belt. You know, like yeah. that would be an actual unified heavyweight belt. And Joshua performed pretty well last weekend. Yeah. Um, and then, it, but they, I don't know if they've signed the contract on oh, Joshua versus Fury. I hope, I hope it, I hope it comes through. It's yeah. been, That'll it's be been good, good, like for Dante Wilder 
It's been at least a month since he came up with another excuse why he <laughs> lost that last fight. First with that big suit. Yeah, because fuck, man. Who thought a giant fucking suit of armour would tie you out yeah, walking yeah. around in it? Uh, wasn't there someone else spiked fucking some shit with him too? Yeah. Unlike, water was spiked. Yeah, water yeah. was spiked and he finds a motherfucker that did it. How he's going to fuck him up. It'd be um, hard to find a chasing ghost. Yeah, of. yeah. It was ironic that like he said how he'd beat Tyson in his prime. And he could the Gypsy King overweight. He could only draw with him. Yeah. And then when then when the Gypsy King got serious, oh, he, he put him to bed. Yeah. You know, like but so, yeah, it took, it fucking spiked, man. One of my mates came over here uh, last night, and, and you spiked his. No, no, motherfucker, I, 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 you were ending on a one way trip in yeah. a paddy wagon, fucker. <laughs> no, I got he he gave me a sample of something, and I had like a, a tiny bit, and. I slept for an hour and a half last night because I was staring at the fucking ceiling. I was like, it's fucking the season to be jolly, not take Molly, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> and then I, that's how I was like, it tasted the, the way that it tasted. Like, I just did dip and tasted, <laughs> tasted it. And I was like, ah, that's not what you said it would be. It's one of the best yeah. fucking things ever. Heard. It's fucking, oh shit, man. <laughs> and I, today, like at work at this morning, I was pretty sweet. Obviously, I dipped again, but um, and then but because I had to just keep going, and then tonight that's why I asked you for seven because I'm fucking just right. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm about to. I had to yeah. try to have a nap, but you know when you get past too tired yeah, yeah. and you just close your eyes, you can't do anything. Yeah, nice. yeah. Oh, that's a spirit. But yeah, that's Chris's spirit. You know, oh, all about the Chris's well, spirit. Yeah. We've got a um question here from um Jackie Walsh, just referring to those photos that you posted on that lovely um inspirational. Um, Once more, the people inspirational are digging spiel you. you have. Holy shit. Well, he, just, he just wants to know, is, um, are you going for the surfer boy look again? You need to cut that hair ASAP because you're looking a bit like Ted Bundy. Um, for people who he, he posted a, a photo of Ted Bundy, and that's an absolutely classic call. Because um, it, it's legit. Actually, that, looks like that me. was that was me that posted the picture of. Bundy. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah, I went and looked for that after I saw. Oh, that. mate, that's um, classic. We'll to, we'll uh, for people, it's a great reference. Great people reference. who don't know who Ted Bundy is, Google, Google him. Yeah, he's yeah, one of, if you're living one under of, a fucking rock, he's one of the most infamous serial killers in U.S. history, and, and has been. Brady and I are sitting here with him right yeah, now. Yeah, and really so it's good. Scary. Yeah, let's hope the door. If that door is locked, I'm jumping through that window. Like great, great doc on Netflix too. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah, the Ted Bundy files. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's iron- ironic with these sort of sickos. That's the reason that they do what they do because they want to be live on in infamy for so long. Yeah, and he is the fact that you, there's a, a doc on him. Talking about so it. you yeah. think you could see myself doing that just like, to try to keep it, keep it going, motherfucker? Keep it real. You were one of those <laughs> gun-toting fucking redneck motherfuckers, without a doubt. You would be odds-on for the first cunt I know who just shot some poor innocent fuckwit <laughs> or hunted a cunt down in fucking... You're one of those, like, doomsday preppers. I would hate to see all this shit you got in that fucking... Um, in that toolbox underneath <laughs> your fucking cabinet. And I do not need to know this. We've got to have some distance. Like you're, what you would do to someone who fucking betrayed you, motherfucker, I am fucking concerned. Well, like, you can't ask him. Oh, that's true. Can't fucking ask him. Can't can't find find unless you've got there. a shovel, can't. And if you can't find what's left of them, they can't tell no stories, can yeah. they? Eh? Um, but uh, and what's the question about Ted Bundy? Are you about just, your hairstyle? Oh, he just said. Oh, are, so are you going for the surfer boy look? So what's my boy, like uh, Nico? Nico Hines. Yeah. So I really liked his look. Yeah. But also, he while she just answer your question, mate. 
I've got big ears and a long skinny face, so the um, the longer hair does me justice. Kind of like Wrighty's, like the, even though he's got he's got his ears are in proportion of his head, mine aren't. But um, but yeah, I like that. I like having a, a bit longer, and I've been doing the fade for a bit too long now, and I just want to grow it out and fucking. Well, that was still that was what five years ago or something. Yeah, now, I know. Right? Yeah. And, uh, and so you know, but you know, Nico Hines is like twenty years old. You you could be his yeah. dad almost. Like you just need to <laughs> woo it up a bit, yeah. bro. You're never going to look like him again, right? No, yeah. but still, what like it's it, the, the age I am doing fades and shit. You know <laughs> what? Are you, what are you talking about? What do you what do you want me to do? Just like a a schoolboy short uh, back and sides? Or? Yeah, hundred percent. Is there any other questions? Wait, I'll there? keep growing my hair, getting double takes from bitches while she and you just uh. <laughs> You just keep walking along with your shirt on, please, not off. Um, Addy Cooney, the uh, the coach of California Rugby League, good man. Yep. We correspond every um, every couple. Looks of weeks. like he doesn't bench press. No, no, not much. Jesus, Ted. does look like. <laughs> yeah. He just wanted to um, touch on who's to replace the fox at Melbourne. Once he leaves. I, so did that? When did that news come to out? Just today, okay. lunchtime today. There was talk of it, and then he actually confirmed it was like half a million bucks for a year for four years, so two mil. So it'd be interesting. I think at the Storm, I would say Remus Smith might get first crack ahead of Jennings. Mm, yeah, I agree. Well, um, if there was they, anyone, they brought him there for a reason. Like, he can play. But, you know, it's interesting. Remus Smith could fit the mould of being one of these blokes who goes from good handy player to real good player exactly. in that back line. Yeah, well, he's obviously one of the blokes who has a very high ceiling. Like, Melbourne look for these blokes and somehow get the best out of them. So a bloke like Adokar, who wasn't, who was sort of looked at at the Tigers but wasn't really thought of he as He would a, have probably been a little bit on the, on the, on the fringe, development you know. side. Yeah, exactly. He would have been probably lower than Remus Smith when they exactly. got him. So because that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, can Melbourne look at someone like an Ado Car, bring him in, put some faith in him, bulk him up, get him in the system, and look what happened to him. And someone like Remus Smith definitely can only benefit from going to Melbourne. And but Munster it, was talking about him the other week on a potty. Said, uh, like, on, I think Justin Horro's on on the scope, and he said Munster gave him a big rap. Said he carries the ball well. He's a good finisher. They want you to be set starters because you look at all them sides that struggled, like in the bottom eight. One of their big problems were the yeah. set starters. Their wingers and and centers could not get you on the front foot coming out. Well, Melbourne. One thing about Melbourne is they never sell themselves short. So, like, even they lose out of car, they got options. I'm sure they could make Jennings or Smith into a into a decent first grade winger. And even then, I saw a report the other day. They were in conversations to um, look at. Um, Xavier Coates for 2022. So he comes off contract with the Bronx. At the like just another of, wing of the Broncos. Like, here you go, at the guys. End of next year. So take up awesome. Wouldn't they just, be they, heartbreaking. They've just yeah. like looked at him and said, this guy is someone we could work with. So um, fingers crossed the Bronx hold on to him. But they're just like, they've got two quality options for now and already looking to the future. So. And do you think with what the mechanic is touching on here, do you think with the Bulldogs, Adokar, they sign a couple new uh, more boys that gets them attracted because of that, and then how they oh, do next year. So. Like they've got young Burton, Matt Burton, the backup half mm, at coming Penrith, year, yeah. coming not twenty one, not twenty twenty one, but twenty two at the moment. That changes sometimes. So they've mm. got him. You got Flanagan. So you have got two good young halves. You've got young Hetherington, the big front rower, yeah. who's a madman. Josh Jackson's still playing good footy. Yeah, yeah, they'll, um, they'll have a Elliot's, handy side. Elliot's like Jackson. 
they've got some good players there already. Mm. The thing too with the Fox, I reckon they could develop him into a good fullback. But this, yeah. like with Val, it'll take time. See, the thing is too, what Why do you... Why ruin uh, a good thing though? But True. he's going to want to... In depends where you are. If you put you in a side where you're with a, with a centre who does damage, you're, you're getting dished the footy regularly scoring <laughs> tries. With him, the best way for him is, even if you slayed him on the wing, but you come up with some trick shots like they do with Nathan, yeah. Nathan Blacklock. Yeah. Like, Get like, him coming in, sweeping around yeah, the back like, or something. Working. I used to do this thing, like, if you're the blindside winger, so we've got three quarters of the field to the left. Are we talking the, level two coaching here? Uh, yeah, mate, that's okay. what you do when you pay attention. Yeah. Okay. Like, you won one on a level negative coaching, which was, you were the, ba- I don't know how you did that. Like, you it's won a it's called good recruitment. Yeah. And, and good uh, times. And I <laughs> know uh, two words, Adrian Starkey, the real coach. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're in, if you've got three quarters of the field to the left and you're the right winger, I always used to tell the blindside winger, and when we're attacking, you come around and you be pushing up with those forwards in the middle. Because if you've got someone who can, you need to break good defences up. So if you've got a, a bloke with an offload in him and he throws a smart one to you pushing up nine or ten times, you might get it nine times to get it one. Mm. You know, but these sort yeah. of things have got to sort of, you've got to go looking for the ball. And a lot of, lot of fullbacks, a lot of fullbacks are setting for those sweep shots now, like for those block shapes out the back, where you bring your blindside winger in. If he's smart and can use a ball, yeah, he could be on the end of a fucking inside outside play, and catch someone a bit lazy on, in the middle. Without a car, like he's going to come into a side. I don't know how much ball he's going to get. He's going to have to go looking for the ball. But when he's so good at Melbourne is when they like Munster just looks up, sees him kicks. Munster? Munster. He just looks up, yeah. sees him, kicks the ball. So they they're just gonna have some faith in him in some in his speed, in what he's doing. Let him let him do that sort of shit where he's chasing chasing short kicks just cause and he's gotta just get himself into the fray because if he's gonna sit out there on the wing, he's gonna end up just fading away like everyone else does when they leave Melbourne. So And he'll be looking Barrett will be looking for ways to get him into the game. So there may be periods where he spends 20 minutes at fullback and then goes out in the wing, and that could slowly be the adjustment they start doing because obviously you've got to get him up to speed with a lot of things, and they said he's a um, he's a good student of the game. Like I was talking about Melbourne, he's always up the front looking for, um, you know, like getting... That's not even on. <laughs> getting uh, Sorry, stuff going like... Um, you know what I mean? Trying to get as much knowledge about the opposition. Mm. Only trouble is, same as Val Holmes. You see signs, some real good signs with Val at times. But then in a team that's struggling and you're getting injured, then there's some... And they played him They played him banged up uh, a couple of games. You've got to... It, what, it didn't help his development. Mm. So if you want to get the best out of these blokes, you've got to put the right piece around them. Yeah, 100%. Um, with that, mate, I was having a chat with – I went to a dinner party the other night. Do we call them dinner parties? Yeah, but, um, I think they do. Flash yeah, people. But, yeah, yeah, call it a dinner party. Uh, and um, I was having a good chat to um, Timmy Rutherford. And, mate, he's going to come on the podcast soon because in, in lockdown, right, he was with the storm side the whole time. And then he was in the – if you if you look at the Queensland shot when they won the trophy – 
Rutherford's in there with the team, That's like sick. when they're doing in in the back, we're doing yah yah yippee. So I go Ed, some of the stories he can't tell, obviously, but yeah. we got to get it. He, he said he would come on because 100%. some That's of the sick. stuff that he told me about Melbourne and and just the Queensland and and Bennett and that it was unbelievable. It was like because he can was, we get trigger on too with him. He was what's that? Can we get triggs on too with him, mate? If you want to break every single podcast record in the world, yeah, <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, it's just some do of we, the, some of the stories. How well do you get on with your neighbours? What do you mean? Trigger hates Rutherford's guts. He thinks oh, does that he, he really? He, because he used of, to because say of the ref more. Yeah, because yeah. Trigger used to spray him. So a few 50-50s go against oh, yeah. you, as is going to happen when you spray him. But, mate, like, I'll let him tell, like, when he, because I want to get him on for him to tell the stories, but because he was at Sunny Coast and he had to be, he yeah. had to be um, oh, quarantined sick. with them. Oh, and then yeah. also with um, Queensland. So, obviously, he was Elfie's drinking partner yeah. so it was mate I, and I, I won't tell any stories that he will but it was fucking unreal I don't care about rugby league I don't know about that Melbourne bloody ping pong tournament that your boy Nico won that would, that's what that's the, all the well I'll reach out to him he's one of my yeah. boys Nico yeah <laughs> are you talking Nico yeah, yeah. 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 you know they're not boys you just, we both you don't just, we both don't wear sunscreen when we go surfing because we're just covered by those fucking barrels the whole time God. Yeah, this is what you tell yourself yeah. when you're upstairs I only put mirror. sunscreen on my fucking um circumcised penis because it's I've got a boner because it's poking through the barrel while I'm fucking carving you're an idiot you're dead to idiot we got a few um, a question here from uh, Travis Harding big old Travi wants to know West Mitchie boy now do you reckon yeah welcome aboard big guy yeah. be the best thing you ever done football was he wants to know do you reckon the Bronx can make the 8 next year I think they'll improve but we'll have to see hard hard call to make Kevy's mm. doing a lot of the right things he's starting to clean the house and get blokes he wants, but he needs those halves playing well. Like yeah. Milford has to contribute. Like he's been Wesley Snipes the last few years, passenger fifty-seven. Like <laughs> fucking, he needs to come to the dance, my friend. The problem, he needs to come the to problem the being, we didn't add too much in the off season, and we lost a bit. Like we lost a few blokes. They were pretty handy. We lost Gillette last year. We lost Boyd, three hundred gamer, who obviously wasn't playing well, but. Experience there. We lost for Feeder, who's one of the best young talents in the league. He'd be sick for and Queensland. We, and we lost off in Gowie. We didn't really have, we didn't really gain much, you know. Like, it's just going to be whether Kevy can get him going more so than new personnel and yeah. new, I, new roster. I kind of would, I don't know what, what if they've come out and said it, but I kind of look at it like as a three, three year plan or something like oh, that. That's 100%. what they got going. The first year has got to be just. Get everyone that's here working, doing everything they can to win games. The second year is you go shopping, you work your roster. They're obviously clearing cap space if they're letting off Gowie walk. He was 550k that we just cleared up. So he was, if they have a decent year this year, be able to draw some draw some players and work your roster around next year, who knows what we can do. Mate, but fuck, it's going to be a tough year, this one. Like, honest to God, Ovin Gowie... He's the fucking abominable snowman, that fucker. You hear about him and you fucking you don't see him doing a lot. Yeah, exactly. That, he was playing good. Origin and the fall from grace he had, like, mm. he's a good player. You know, you don't make an Origin side if you can't play. Mm. But it was just, like, some of those guys, they were in ridiculously bad form. Yeah, 100%. Like, but and it, I was surprised he cleared, actually, off Ngoa out, Kevy, but he thought enough was enough. And we got to move on. And well, he has if some you, big plans. If you look at him, he only had a year, a year or two years left on his contract, well, and we were paying him. Yeah, we're paying him five fifty. So 
that much money for one more year. We can let him go. Blood's new talent. Jordan Ricky's waiting in the wings. Someone who can yeah, actually, someone who can actually come in and grow into his own. And while while he's gone, obviously Ricky gets experience, and then next year in the off season, gives you enough like a bit of money and flexibility with your roster that you can maybe five fifty you can pick up a decent player. And that's just assuming they have nothing left in the cap. So if they add a bit, I just wanted to know like all this all this um shifting. Why couldn't we have some of this happening before? We let Fafita sign elsewhere, and I suppose we still didn't have the management in. Kevy wasn't there, but yeah, I would. I would. I would have thought like Fafita's the, the like end yeah, all, top like, shelf. Yeah, you shouldn't have let it get to a position where he, where he yeah, could exactly. be lulled away for big money. He should have been locked in years ago. Yeah. Like, well, they locked Hass in six, yeah, six years. And I know it's hard to keep everybody, but there were some horrible decisions there, yeah. like by the management. Overpaying certain blokes and a lot of clubs do that. There's some there was, just you have to rebuild now. There was that period where it was just terrible decisions. Like let Maguire go it was a very average decision. Like he can be a bit of bit cancerous to your to your roster, but you can't deny what he does on the field. And he's he was a Queensland and Australian back rower for a long time. Like the bloke's a quality footballer, and he wasn't taking out that much as a salary cap. I think he was getting paid six hundred or something, and. If you're going to play Bokes like Goff and Gowie, 550, yeah, fuck, I'd much rather pay an extra 50 grand and have a Maguire on my roster. Oh, 100%. So, That's yeah. a lot of cash to be throwing some of these boys. Yeah. But they, um, big question. There's rumours about Billy uh, 12 Walters. 12 inches. About, uh, it's definitely not you. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Billy Walters. Talk about possibly yeah. Kevy trying to get him back. The only thing is, at the Tigers, he's rated. So I think he'll be in the 17 somewhere. Mm. You come back if the way the way Kevy's looking, his his halves are going to be Dearden and Milford. Yeah, Billy, yeah. does Billy fill a fourteen role if he if he was to come back, he could be then, happy being away from the pressure of this for a while. And the Tigers seem like they're happy with the way things are building down there. Like yeah. when they get when they get all together, they're a very dangerous footy side. And you add James Roberts in if you can find. If Roberts can find his mojo on that same side as Luciano Alelua, uh, yeah. that could be a pretty dangerous edge. My worry for Billy is if he comes up, you've got uh, McCulloch's come back now. He's at the back of the Bronx, so he's got a he's got a start probably at hooker, and if not, it's Turpin. And with those two sort of have to fill out the one of them is going to have to be the fourteen. But yeah, you, 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 you're going to have to have them both in there. Starting. McCulloch until he runs out and then yeah. go. To McCulloch's form at the Knights was, was unbelievable. Yeah, it's just an injury, but yeah. that's what I mean. I don't think McCulloch's form at the Knights was better than Turpin's at the Broncos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, not that that means to, much. It kind of seemed like sorry, cut you off, Dano. Right. It kind of seemed like McCulloch got the pressure taken off him at the mm. Knights and was and was just kind of like play your own game again. That's yeah. what I felt. Yeah, and you go to somewhere. And he was doing so yeah. well. You go somewhere where the coach believes in you, and he feels you get your confidence back. Yeah. Team and that's young what, and that's what Adam O'Brien did. And he seemed like he really enjoyed it. And he was a big loss to them when he got injured. Like he was the yeah. he was their rock in the middle there. Well, considering uh, they already lost um, Jaden Braley early, so they had two quality options that both had season-ending injuries. So you, that that's when you you got to look because once your first and second option are gone, fuck. 
not many clubs carry a third option for a lot of positions, especially when you only got 30 men on the books. So you got to look at blokes like um, and Kurt Mann. And is it 30 men like or do they cut it down to 20? Like, is no. it 25 you, through you keep, the season? You keep 30 no. during the season. Yeah, uh, you've, you've, but, and they've continued that for next season. But still, like, you got to look at even once that happens, they lost Connor Watson too. So with the, the three best options at the position, then they the Knights were just unlucky for that. And McCulloch was unlucky because he was in good form. And Braley was unlucky too because he, he was looking for bigger and better things at Newcastle. So it's just a bit of a shuffle up. And once, he, once that shuffle comes back, Braley will be back this year. McCulloch back at the Bronx. Thank God. Turpin will be the bench spot. And if Billy comes, it's going to be a battle between Billy and Turpin for the bench spot. But Billy's got a bit more... Um, versatility, I suppose, but I also I think I think with still. McCulloch being back, it takes a lot of pressure off Turbin, and then I think he can get back to his own game. You yeah. know, like Turbin is the same kind of in the last couple of years being the same situation as Hunt, where they're like, oh, we need you to play halfback because yeah. we don't have a half good enough. Yeah. Which in NRL, that's not fucking acceptable. No, it's it's not fucking it's acceptable to be to be pulling your hookers out of hooker to be playing half. Yeah, and you uh, get exposed with it. Yeah, Turbin playing on hear that, Clinton. Turpin playing on an <laughs> Turpin playing on an edge, um, his defence. When they they played the storm one night, and they just spotted him up because that's he wasn't making good decisions with the blokes around him, and that was when they were playing quite well. Yeah, it's just not his guy. He's he's a hooker now. Yeah, that's well, he was he was he's a very good defender at hooker, but when you put him on an edge, what he knows in defence is line speed and bashing the first bloke he's and cut and cuts in exactly. half. Cut yeah. and cuts. So when he's on an edge. He goes fucking quick line speed, yeah, yeah, and then he sees the back rower and shots him, yeah, and then they go out the back bang. That's bang, right, they're already the gone, but he's done what he's exactly, d- exactly so he, what he does. What he knows. So obviously, you no one's ever going to come straight you from know, being a he does being an eighty minute muscle hooker, memory just boom coming coming onto an edge folding cunts in working at a fucking laundry folding cunts in twenty thirteen in Origin Week. Uh, the the Bronx played the Warriors on a Monday. Working night. in a Vietnamese laundry, yeah. just folding cunts. You ain't folding nobody, fuckhead. You, uh, man, you and your paper mache shoulders, holy shit. You just grab on and squeeze their nuts till they fucking succumb to your wrestling technique. I wish I got to watch you play footy in 1978, bro. Yeah. You, Barefoot. Well, you wait, <laughs> long sleeves. You wait around for a few years. You wait around, you always see me have a few cameos uh, in the old game. You do remember the time I fucking gave you the fend. What happened yeah, to you? No, yeah, flogged me off, eh? Hey? What happened Mate. to you, fucking? You were like this tiny weed, like the corner post and you could have had a wrestling. I'm kind of getting back well. there, man. But then this you, finger's then beef, fucking me off. Then you beefed up, my friend. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I beefed up. Well, yeah. The boys are in, thinking you need to get back on the juice, you know. Yeah. Talking to a few boys around training, there's murmurs you've lost it, you know. Oh, yeah, mate, I'm just not motivated. Like this thing, I tried doing some chins the other day and this thing just yeah. screams the whole time. Yeah. But I've got no excuse. I'm just being lazy. I'm just unmotivated. But they're going back and running around with the boys and seeing how unfit I was. Like, I was like, fuck, oh, I've, I've never been that unfit for like yeah, five years. I when, back, I, when I stopped in after uh, the VAS program, someone yeah. mentioned that, it's freezing, yeah. sweating a bit, like, nah, that's and that's right. normal. I'll get it back. Yeah. I'll get it back. Right. Yeah. I came back, probably. I came back definitely the most unfit yeah. I've been. I've never ever been anywhere near this heavy. I oh mate, I think my penis before. grew in the off season as well, and then slugging that thing around, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, that must have been hard. Yeah, right. spending forty five minutes coiling it around my leg also before training doesn't help. <laughs> but then you get out there and you see blokes like Jack who have been doing off season training, and Steve, fucking Steve, big old Stevie boy, um, Julia's boyfriend, fuck me dead. 
Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Trying, bro. Trying to, get, trying to get a handle on that fella. Yeah. Fuck me. Fuck, you need to grate some cheese. Take your <laughs> shirt off, can't. Well, I was just trying to catch him. Yeah. He's just flicking water out of So, um, what position do you think Steve uh, is? Steve, yeah, Steve's. I think he can be a, he can be a center or he could be a tough little second rower, yeah. something like that. Because until he gets his footy Yeah, until he gets his footy feet back underneath him. He said it's yeah. been 10, 10 years, but yeah. mate. Yeah, but I, has, I, he has played the game before. Yeah. yeah. He wa- yeah, he walked into the gym like when I was when I was coaching the boys, um, and he walked into the gym, and he was he was the most coachable motherfucker ever. I'd, I was like, he was let's just say he was snatching, he was cleaning, and all that, and I'd be like, oh mate, this is good, but let's try like making sure that you full extend before you rip that bar open. He's like, oh okay, sweet, thanks, mate, and he just and, and you know how a lot of people come into a gym. Got a bit of an, especially that yeah. age. He's a he's an he's a army boy, yeah. and they got a so bit of an arrogance to, about him. Yeah, but he's just so coachable. Yeah. He's used to taking orders. That either and mate, and he's and he was awesome. And he's like, oh, I'll do this better. And then we do like something cardio, mm. and me as a coach, and he's fucking wiping the floor with my heart. You know, like he's yeah. He's so good he'll be good to have around the club. Yeah. yeah, very fit. Well, we do need to recruit some people. How good will it be having a Q Cup back too? Yeah, you're oh, seeing some of the uh, signings and that. East have gone out and bought shitloads of blow. They signed Jared Beal the other day. Yeah, that's a great um, signing. They've signed. Uh, well, Beal was Beal was there, wasn't he? And then no. went and then came back. No, really? No, no. He's been in NRL system since he was about ten or something. He's been yeah. the Bronx and then he went to the Dragons and the and Warriors. Sharks, Who am I thinking the Warriors. Of? Yeah. But he, he's a very handy picker. If yeah, I was if I was one of these clubs in the BRL, there's your fullback centre winger if you needed him. Oh. If I was one of these, sorry, clubs I'm in thinking the... your boy from Manly, not Bill. Um, I'm so far off, and it's years back. Um, oh, you're thinking of um, uh, the centre, the yeah, Sunny yeah, Coast, Manly, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then to Scored top three East, in the GF, and then yeah. Captain Easts. Oh yeah, um, come on, yeah, went to come went on, Roddy. To, yeah, could not tackle. Yeah, he's been at East. I don't for know. Years I wouldn't say that because I can't tackle. But yeah, what are you um, saying? He's been at East for years. Newman. Um, yeah, Shane Newman. Yeah, he went there. <laughs> Looks like I'm Dave Middleton after <laughs> yeah. all, bro. Newman. Yeah, that's him. He makes about as many tackles as you do. Yeah, uh, good centre though. Big, attack, attacking. Big body. Yeah, yeah. a cup level on that. He was a beast. So yeah. he did well to play. Great guy. Good looking. He he did well to play like probably that's half, half, half a dozen. That's probably it. played half a dozen NRL games. Like yeah. between two clubs, so he yeah. did quite well, for, and he and he was in. He played some good footy for East. As good mate mates with Chapo, uh, Michael Chapman. Yeah, yeah. for East to sign Jared Beal, that's a good look because he just he only retired from NRL last year. I if I, was, I, I rate him, if man. I was one of the, if I was one of the, he said he wanted to go back to Queensland and play play some local footy. If I was any team in the BRL, I would have just tried to put together whatever I could say. Like Valleys could have called up and said, "Hey, mate, we got Scotty here. Well, like, you, you want to come down? Is with he a bit back of money in Brisbane now? Um, oh, I'm, I don't know exactly. Who's that? Sure, Our first Beale. guest, New Year's uh, 2021, will Who be Bill. It's Bill. Yeah, he works at Miles and High. Yeah, sweet. We'll get him here because yeah, like, I work at Wavell now. You so. can talk teaching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but not the money. The money you get in carp is fucking. It's shit on fucking money they'll be giving out in in BRL mm. footy. Like, well, hundred percent. But like. He if wants you could to, try, and, even if you could wrangle him to your club for so, a year. Dano, can you DM him right now? Jared Beal. I'm sick of DMing people and feeling so embarrassed. Let <laughs> me get on my phone right now and message no, Jared Beal. After, after the show, after though, the show right at about midnight. Yeah. They've also <laughs> be real creepy. They've also signed um, Frank Carisi from uh, low grader from the Dogs. He was a he was like a state sprinter a few years ago when he went. Uh, he went 
to Ippy Grammar, and the dogs got him. So he will be very handy. Like, he's been scoring tries. He was uh, flag and New South Wales Cup down there. Yeah. So he's been in a system like that. He'll be an, he'll be an asset. They've signed um, uh, Hugh Pratt. He's a dummy half. He played – he was lower grades at Manly, and he was at Redcliffe when they won a few years ago. Yeah. So there's going to be – there's got to – you can't fit all these guys with the Melbourne blokes uh, in cu- the 17. Cup's, Cup's going to be lit as fuck next year. Yeah. And you look well, at all these guys. After a year they're going to be spitting straight bars. Like, oh, you look at – and look at some of the blokes who are signing. And can you buy some new shoes, please? Because they're disgraceful. I was playing basketball this afternoon. What are you on about? What, in Man. fucking your, – your fucking – what do you call them? The ones that you buy from Kmart? Your volleys? Oh, well. What about this guy throwing the chat? I like he's your dog. Angry guy. I thought they were lovely. <laughs> All right. I thought I wore him. I, I was going to get changed, and I was like, oh, no, Freddie's been wearing kicks lately. And then you didn't have the camera on. Yeah, no, that's why I've got no like, kicks on. But I've seen, I've seen a box underneath the, my, my bed that looks like a pair of kicks. So that should be sweet. Oh, Pretty yeah. sure I picked him up and sent her the photo, but like... <laughs> Yeah, she's talking about ruining it. Yeah. So she's taking them back and exchanging yeah. them for something else. I just gave her a dick in a box. Like small, small box, box yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From what you've told us, it's not a large box there, Copper. Matchbox, you got it in? Yeah, straight up. And then we got our Christmas party this Saturday night. Yeah, we got a Saturday fucking, night. Because that's why I'm putting this out tonight. Yeah. So we got a Christmas party this Saturday night at West Mitchie. Um, i got to get onto Buckets. He's uh, If he's there and you're not, you're... You, you're, you might as what, you should um, be on the moon. What time's the kick off, Freddy? Um, so seven o'clock. I put bells. out on the on the fifteen dollar yep. paid promotion that I did, <laughs> um, which put uh, any given Monday minus fifteen dollars for the year. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're getting up on Saturday because yeah. I'm going to play, just flip a coin heads or tails with a heap of blokes and see if I can. Get so it yeah, so Cal might not be moving into that house he bought then. Yeah, maybe yeah. not. I'll try and fucking wrangle him out of a few bucks. Yeah. Um, Saturday Arvo, we had a bit of a run, a few boys, and I hit a few blokes up from the, from the side to go down and do a, just a bit of running just because I came back with a custard ass. I need to lose some weight. And then straight after, straight after like, we sort of organised to just head to the pub for a beer after the run, and it ended up just being me and Fager running, so just two blokes showed up. I, so so you, you, you've actually prayer. seen Fager? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was, he was there with us on Sunday. So all the boys caught up on Sunday. Arv. Yeah, so then we organised it. Then we had a run, and then I Did was like, right, we'll meet the boys at the pub. And then got to the pub, and there was about ten or eleven of us at one point, and a few fucking coming and coming and going the whole time. And I was thinking, fuck, if we if we were a drinking team, we'd fucking dominate. Every time you hit the boys up for a run, but it was good. Ozzy was in fine form. We had, a, we had I a saw bit, that photo. It was oh, classic. We had a bit of a punt. Ozzy, Walsh, and myself got on the heads or tails and just kept kept throwing big money at it. And we were winning plenty. It was fucking. It was actually um, quite a pleasant afternoon. So if everyone wants to come down and have a bit of a um, bit of a drink with the boys, we'll try and get some. Um, Get some numbers down and have a bit of a fun time. Put for the Xmas the party? Bar. Yeah, for the yeah I'll try and hopefully night. some of the boys that have been on like buckers and that, you can try to outskull them. Oh, Doubt yeah. it though, but... Uh, Bring it on. But yeah, hopefully that... Is Jakey Morris coming? He can skull him and buckets. Yeah, oh, true, yeah. they can have... Yeah. But yeah, I'll get on to buckets after this and we'll see. Um, but yeah, it should, you know, it should be should be good drinking if you're... We've sent it out there to anyone that is, likes the the facebook page so if you come on down everyone's invited so just come down put some money across those fucking um across the counter where all because all fucking junior clubs need it so that's why mm, we're doing it there 
Um, we might have to organise a um a bar so we can see if anyone can beat yeah. our bar record too for our curls. I think Reezy Kedu still holds it. So well, I'll take a bar down. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get a bar down there. So if you yeah. think you if you think you're worth anything, put a mattress out the, the back, bit of a couple Kedu. of prosies. Yeah, yeah. Second air mattress. We'll pick it up on the way. <laughs> All right. <laughs> all right. What time is it? We got to wrap this up. Got to get okay. to the Mark Hunt fight. Let's yeah, Righty's got to go and sign some Joe Scully autographs. Um, you're gonna go kill some gonna, people. Ted. You're gonna be able to pass a drug test by tomorrow, which is very rare for you to wake up and not be off your head, cunt. Look how skinny I am, bro. I'm passing every fucking drug, yeah. and, and except for that fucking Molly that I took last night. But um, <laughs> did uh, I just want to say, everyone, have a good Christmas. Yeah. Um, Hopefully Santa's good to you. Hopefully he doesn't touch you while you're asleep. Um, and, <laughs> Did you uh, say Santa or you? Yes, he's a young uncle. You. My oh, uncle's name's yeah, Santa. Yeah. Man, anyone got chimneys? Oh. Put chicken wire over the top. Because <laughs> <laughs> Dano is a coming down. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he don't mind playing up like a second-hand lawnmower. But, yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Dano, anything for Christmas, man? Nah, just Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Have Christmas good... to your mom, man. Yeah, 100%. She's a good woman. Yeah. Um, Merry Christmas to everyone. Have a good um, holiday season, and I'm sure we'll be back bigger and better as soon as. Um, oh, next year we've already sure, lined yeah. it up. So we're having um, our boy. Uh, so we got Rutherford coming on to talk, uh, yeah. and then we got um, who you're lining up? Yeah, Jared Beal. Jared Beal. <laughs> um, also, we're trying to get. We'll have. Um, Fucking leave some mystery. In yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> I've got I've got a couple in my head floating around. Sure but, he's uh, promises. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, no. Nah, just we, uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays, and we'll see you in the new year. And um, but, enjoy yourself and go watch that Foley fight. It was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, and right, you man, right? take this bitch out. You want me to film you while you do all it? Right. No, make it's sure all right. You, just make sure uh, you get down Saturday night. All right, everyone. Who thanks for everything you've done. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Thanks for getting on Facey Live. Thanks for doing all this. Thanks for just letting us. We've been doing this for over a year. Getting on here, talking a bit of footy, talking a lot of shit, getting a few good guests on. It was really up the standards of the show. And we wouldn't we wouldn't keep doing it if it wasn't growing every weekend. It so is. We so much appreciated to everyone out there. Uh, everybody. Everybody enjoy this time of year and, and be safe. There's a lot of, you know, look, it's been raining for a fucking week. It's going to rain for a couple more days. Don't do nothing stupid. I know everyone's in a hurry. Everyone's a bit on edge because some people are finishing work Friday. Some are working yeah. more. Some people get very angry and fucking hostile this just time saying, of year. Yeah, just have fun with your family. If you yeah. live in the south of, Amer like, south of USA, just fuck your family, you, you know? know? Like, it's it's like, so, like, obviously, we got a lot of listeners from the south of USA. Thanks for that, Freddie, for alienate another group of people from <laughs> Not our, Nate. Uh, Not our boy, Nate. Like that. So, he, he lives in Princeton, actually, now, um, the big guy. And um, for everybody, I've um, put past, I've decided... People ask me how we can all change and develop as human beings. I personally have put past my feud with the Fernie Grove Tavern. I have gone there. What about with Clarky's Corner? Um, yeah, all the best to him. <laughs> what all about the, with Lee Addison? All, all the best to him too. All the best to all Who these else? people. I'm putting like my, these feuds. Fernie Grove Tav, I've been there We're a couple of times. We're going to start with the Matty Johns podcast. Um, <laughs> actually like Matty Johns a lot. Uh, Wait, just a quick question before we go. Because I don't listen to any of other podcasts because I don't want it to like I don't want to say shit that they've done. But what's the best like informational f 
NRL podcast to listen to? It depends what you is want. Is it Triple M's hey, or? They're good. Yeah, that Triple yeah. M one, which is more a radio show than a podcast. Yeah, it's definitely more but a radio it's, show. Because Fox, Fox Sport 1 stopped in the end oh, of the look, season. Look. Yeah, like the Triple M ones, like even, especially during the season, it's great. Like yeah. the Saturday Scrum and all that stuff. Yeah. Because I've listened to Bloke in a Bar because cool. I know I love Danny he's Kemp got some and he's fucking stuff, hilarious. Yeah. But I know that it, it's like a lot like us the way that we talk. So yeah. I know we'd just yeah, be fucking pretty, juggling. Yeah. And they, they tell the good stories. Yeah. Too. yeah. It, 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 so I want to just listen to an informational one yeah. that, so I know. Dano, can you have a look? Wexy's just put a question up on there somewhere. I can't see because it's on live. Old Wexy, yeah. Yeah. 10 inches, Depends Wexy. what you want. About 12. 10, Depen- 10 or 11. Depends what you want. But there are a lot of good. If they... Um, there's a nut, refuse to lose this lad from Channel Nine, um, Jake Duke. Um, he does a Sunday footy show yeah. with Fitler and that. He gets some mad guests and talks some straight up honesty and things like that. Chad Townsend, the Tad Chad Townsend show, the name's kind of fucking weak as piss. Yeah, uh, like talk of the town was better, but that's not bad. It depends what you want and who you want to hear speak. Like there's some like good they get some good guests on there with the brutal honesty, like I was listening. I don't yeah I don't want to shout us out, but man on our, on Chartable, we are in the top ten percent of Australian sport podcasts, and that's right at the so, end of the year. Yeah, like, but if and and that's not even bringing in our iTunes integration that we got to sort out through your one. Oh yeah, but we yeah, sort but that it's out. uh just um just want to thank in <laughs> putting my other hat on as Uruguay coach. Just want to thank. Uh, the boys here, uh, the three of us. Or me, all, not all, him. All, all, yeah, we'll thank yeah, when I get 150 the 150 bucks, bucks off Dano, um, for oh, right. uh, our for the Uruguay sponsorship. You can sell your shoes for about the 10. three of us. The three of us all throwing in 150 bucks. We'll get on the Uruguay gear on the on the shirt. So, as the Uruguay head coach, I just want to thank the boys here for doing this for us and plugging it. Uh, I'm in the process of getting some Uruguay merch teed up, so I'll whack collab. it on and see it like, yeah. Collab so, with yeah. AGM? Yeah, collab, yeah, like spread the word and trying to uh, get, get everyone a bit of coin. Uh, once again, just be safe, be good. It's been great. Me, I'm moving on. I've become a mellow human. I've put aside my feud with the Fernie Grove Tavern. I've been there a couple of times. I've had a couple of drinks. I didn't even hang shit on the substance abusers that I see and they say hello to me. Things like that. Because you're buying off them. And they've got got shirts with Christian Freed's face on them going, my deal is a tomahawk. You know, so (laughs) they were big sellers I could see. So good on you, Freedy, for looking after those blokes. So... Get out there, spend some time. If you're keen for a drink this weekend, come to the West Mitchelton Football Club. Always remember, life's a funny thing. Don't be a mercenary, but always remember, there's ways you can go and there's one. There's always one turn in the trail that can change things, make it better. So you're feeling down, don't worry. There's always there's always something that can make to lift your spirits. If you're feeling be down, your family, be your reach friends, out, jump on this you know, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Come out and we'll help Dana you. Daniel suck if you, you need, off. if you need any personal advice, contact Freddy. He'll help you out. He's got a special on now. He sends you nudes of him just wearing a Santa hat. All <laughs> and right. they, and, and the nudes so, make you feel real good because yeah, yeah. of the spirit. small ass penis. L- I've you got. Just lift your spirits. <laughs> All right. Take care. As I said, don't be a mercenary. Look after yourselves. Remember, there's always someone worse off than yourself 
and if you're feeling down, you'll get you you will get out of that hole, and life and better times are ahead. And I'll take photos of take, Dano's shoes, make you feel happier. Okay, take care. Bye for Merry now. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, and we'll be back soon. Bye now. Yeah.